Are you no longer selfish? Mutual understandings and better resolutions only come when you've truly decided to be no longer selfish. Therefore, put your relationships first and foremost instead of your own emotions and selfish desires to please yourself. It is also much easier said than it is truly ever honestly done. Because most secretly, our mere reflections are always pointing directly back at us. Hello, hello, this is The Mediator. Thank you for joining the program. I appreciate everyone out there listening to uh, the cast. Um, I appreciate your comments and your supports, uh, family and uh, friends. Uh, it's been great uh, having a chance to uh, put out what is so important to me. And one of the reasons I started this uh, podcast is that I believe relationships are everything. I believe if you're looking for wealth, if you're looking for success, if you're looking for a little bit more money in your pocket or a lot more money in your pocket, or if you have a lot of money in your pocket already and you want more, it starts with relationships. And I'm not perfect. It's one of the reasons I started this cast. And one thing that I learned uh, going into the mediation business is that it made me a better person because I never knew that relationships were so important. I'm not talking about the relationships that you think you're having. I'm talking about the relationships that you don't know you're having. So with that said, we'll get right into today's topic. And today's topic is slogans versus relationships. How foolish can we be? Well, nobody likes listening to a poindexter tone. If you're selling something, including romance and building something with a person, including the idea of starting a successful family together, You have to be more honest. You have to be more honest about what you want. You have to find out about their goals and how they fit in with what you're trying to accomplish yourself. Sex and the traditional slogans will never outlast any relationships. Even companies have to change their slogans when customers have been duped and they sooner or later, you know, they find out that the products and services are shams. The same happens in many of our relationships. You can't dupe folks. You can't be a sham. And this is what I mean about understanding what's going on, building your relationships. It's a continual process. You see, many people turn out to be shams. 
and more or less selfishly focused. Sometimes we focus too much on ourselves, folks. And and you can't really build a successful business, a successful marriage, or a successful family uh, focus so much on yourself. Okay? Some people call it a give and take. I say forget the give and take. You need to grow up. You need to mature. And you need to understand about the relationships you're having. Right? Okay? Not the relationship you're building, but the relationship you're having. The only way you're going to find out about the relationship you're having is you got to honestly, (laughs) sometimes we don't want to do this, is talk to the other person and not put words in their mouths about how the relationship is going because that's what you're getting. You're getting a report card about the relationship you're having, not the one you think you're building, okay? Now, A lot of people come to me and they say, hey, you know, this is good what you're saying and everything. But what if uh, I just have no trust? The one thing I tell them, and sometimes they get upset with me, but I'm going to tell you. Are you unconsciously ignoring the invitation to resolve your conflicts? And build better relationships. I mean, forget this thing of saying somebody has a trust issue. You got to continue to work on the communication. Forget about you saying you have a trust issue. You can't talk. You have to start the process. You know, a conflict in the courtroom, a conflict in your marriage, a conflict with your team, a conflict with anyone out there, including your customers, including if you are a collector working for a collection company, the conflict is the conflict you're having. So what that means is you got to figure out and say, hey, this is a war cry for me to resolve disputes more peacefully. Is not saying, let me go out and go get me some more ammunition and make these people feel so bad about what's going on. Do you understand what's going on the flip side of the coin? If you're in the collection business and you're making collection calls, do, don't you know what's going on out there? Come on. What type of relationships are you having? This is the perfect example. And this is why sometimes... We focus on the relationship we're building, but we don't understand the relationships we're having. You see, what I've learned, and it took me a long time uh, to try to learn this and to get at it because I had the issue secretly. I mean, it was one of my issues. So it was learning uh, from having the experience or from having the experience of doing and basically watching myself and observing and being honest with myself. Um, What I'm saying is, the more suspicious you are, the more dishonest you are. And I want to make sure that everyone gets what I just said. 
and and you're gonna laugh about it because I mean it happens in relationships. I mean it happens in the workplace. It happens if you're a leader. It happens if you're a supervisor. It happens if you're a manager. It happens if you're a sibling among brothers and sisters. You know this stuff happens. The more suspicious you are, the more dishonest you are. And I'm going to tell you, it's always true. For example, by my services and products, there is absolutely no guarantee that we'll make any money. But you'll be guaranteed to like it. Come on. This is called sustaining delusions. There's an equal balance to every good and bad relationship. Because what is the exact opposite of pay in the figurative sense? It is to suffer and endure. In fact, the customer will eventually wake up from their delusions. A business cannot survive for very long without satisfying their customers. You get it? The point here, if markets are not as kind and responsive and customers aren't as equally responsive, improvements in our products and services, mutual honesty and cooperation would never have an equal chance of occurrence. And neither does any market have a chance of market performance or recovery. What's the rationale? The rationale is everything under the sun and stars always strictly depends on the kinds of relationships and marriages between us. The markets are no different. Market performance refers to the ending results, the selling price to various costs, the size of output, the broader efficiency of production, progressiveness, and smarter technologies, and overall good products and services. Does this mean you have to continually please each other? Absolutely yes. As I've said in so many different ways, relationships aren't easy. Appeasement and communication between two or more people are equally invaluable. After all, like one good deed after another, being tentatively rehearsed, improving products and services in our markets, including improving ourselves, might just turn things around. The most important thing on earth is the building of better relationships and learning from the bad ones. The key to better relationships is the difference between what you, yourself, 
and the other person in the relationships with you might call efficiency and effectiveness. Pointedly, efficiency and effectiveness both equally deserve a seat at your table resolving your conflicts. I mean, why shouldn't how good you do something be equally part of the equation? Where's the efficiency? Where's the effectiveness? This is a result of what you get when you discover what type of relationships you're having opposed to what type of relationships you think you are building. Because you're going to get a a report card back and that report card back from the other person or your customers and it's a report card back in the markets. If you have a company out there, that report card back is going to let you know if your company, if your marriage or if your team or if the people that you're dealing with think that you're doing things with efficiency or if they think there's any effectiveness in what you're doing. You got to have the conversation. And like I said, why shouldn't how good you do something be equally part of the same equation? You know, honestly, we must be much more busier doing the more accurate things to improve our said relationships. And I'm not perfect. I understand if I'm building relationships that I may have an idea that I'm building them, but I need to have communication with those people that I think I'm building them with because they're going to tell me about the relationship I'm having. And if I get a D report card or if I get a, you know, inefficiency or uh, below average, that means I have to do something better. To have a better relationship. With that said, and to this end, a conflict is always an open invitation. It's an absolute war call for mutual understandings, better conversations, improvement in your communications and the desperately needed peace between us. In fact, better relationships are known to build better teams, companies, families, and marriages. There's just no disgrace to honesty in your communication. This is Andre Veranda Moore, the mediator. And before I leave, I would like to leave you with this quote. Better relationships must happen for mutual cooperation. Communication isn't imagined. And thank you so much for joining. Have a good day.